Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Monday afternoon, everyone. Tyler Herod here with you for today's VRA Investing Podcast. It was an interesting start to the week for our markets today as over the weekend, we saw the perma bears, the crash calling perma bears out in full force over the forced liquidation that Archegos Capital Management saw going into Friday is when it began. And then the story really started to break more and more over the weekend as their banks required them to sell. I've seen anywhere from 20 to $30 billion worth of shares after they had some positions move against them. They were trading on margin as well. Uh, so already risky practice from a firm that has a history uh, at least the head trader there has a history of being a little reckless, has been uh, caught on some insider trading type of things. But on Friday, the fund was required to sell large blocks of stock in multiple positions, including Discovery Inc., Baidu, Tencent, Viacom CBS, which was interesting. As I, I don't know where, let's see where it finished today, because they were down roughly 50% from. The highs, uh, their all-time highs, they hit, I mean, less than a week ago. Yeah, tra- it was trading at over $100 a share, now all the way down to thir- or $45 a share um, for Viacom. So r- interesting action there. I'm sure a lot has to do with this as well. Um, but they had to sell their other positions as well. And on Friday, those large sell orders really didn't seem to come into the market psychology very much as we got a, a strong rally into the close on Friday despite that selling. But again, over the weekend, the perma bears just jumping all over this, uh, saying that this was going to be the issue that led to that systemic factor that, that breaks down the system. And we might have seen some of that bleed over today is the financial sector was hit hard. Names in that sector were hit hard. The banking index, the BKX, uh, was down today as well, down 2.3%. But on the systemic risk side, consider us extremely skeptical about what the bears have to say. We just don't see this as something that will lead to that systemic risk type of factor for our market. I like the way that Charles Payne put it today. This may not be a black swan event, but maybe a black eye. Um, and, and very well might be the case, and it could be over after today. Who knows? It's still too early to tell. But the way we see it and what we're doing here at the VRA, we see the smart money move here as to continue to be buying on weakness. We've said this for some time now, but ahead of what we see is going to be an incredible Q1 earnings season, uh, an incredible April. We see this shakeout as a great opportunity here. And, and heading into the Easter weekend as well, this is historically a very bullish period for the market. Shortened holiday weeks are very bullish. And Easter specifically after is very bullish as well. One stat that we've been talking about here a lot is that April is the Dow's best performing month of the year going back to 1950. And then as I mentioned a second ago, we're now about to enter Q1 earnings season, which we believe is going to be a phenomenal quarter. And it'll even it will pale in comparison, though, to Q2. 
When you think back to last year, the tail end of Q1 is where coronavirus insanity really began. So that's one reason why we're going to see phenomenal numbers. And then Q2 is when it really kicked in. So Q2 is just going to crush. But today, Ed Hyman and the team of Evercore were out with their prediction for Q1 earnings and their estimates, a massive beat they expect here. They expect the increase for earnings year over year to be up a huge 32%. That would be a phenomenal quarter right there. And they make a great point, and that is that the S&P typically peaks around peak earnings. So if you expect earnings to be up over 32% in year-over-year trading and then expect Q2 to be even better, then that peak looks like it is long away from here. We think it's probably years away, but for the short-term thinking, definitely not coming in Q1 or Q2 as we see it here, the VRA. But looking at today's action, we open lower, but throughout the session, we, we saw buyers emerge. Uh, we hit new all-time highs in both the Dow and the S&P 500. We also saw pockets of strength in our sectors as well with a number of areas hitting new all-time highs. I'm going to cover that more here in depth in our sector watch. But first, let's take a look at our market action on the day. We were led by the Dow, as I mentioned, hit a new all-time high today. And this is a big win from the Dow. We were down 170 points or so earlier this morning and ended up closing over 100 points, or right at about 98 points on the day. So that's a big 270-point swing there for the Dow to finish up three-tenths of 1% to 33,171. We were followed there by the S&P 500, which also hit a new all-time high today. Did pull back going into the close to finish down uh, just under one-tenth of 1% to 3,971. And next up, the NASDAQ, which also finished lower, but well off the lows from this morning as well, down six-tenths of 1% to 13,059. And then lastly for today, the Russell 2000 was our laggard, and it could have had something to do again with the fears uh, with this hedge fund blowup. The small caps are comprised largely of financials and energy stocks, uh, XLE, the energy ETF, was down just over 1% today despite oil being higher. So energy names down, and then the small cap financials were also down today. Uh, the regional banks down more B- than BKX, down 3.26% on the day. So that's where we saw a lot of the weakness in the Russell 2000. We would not be surprised at all if we get that reversal tomorrow where the Russell 2000 leads the way, actually. We've seen it a few times over the last week, and again, it wouldn't surprise us at all here to see that happen tomorrow. Looking at our internals on the day, this is one area where we did see some weakness. It was mixed and negative on the day today, so not what you want to see, uh, but not a huge cause for concern just yet. Tomorrow is going to be a key that t- key day, though. We're going to be watching the internals closely, but we think it's going to be a strong day. So, again, we'll be reporting on that here. Uh, make sure you subscribe to receive our VRA podcast every day at the market close. You can sign up at VRAinsider.com and uh, be sure to tune in tomorrow as we see what happens there. But, again, we think it's going to be a strong day. 
but on our internals today, declines did beat out advancing stocks, slightly less than two to one negative on the NYSE and just under three to one negative on the NASDAQ. New 52-week highs to lows were our one bright spot, so it got us to mixed on the day. We're just over 3.5 to 1 positive for both the NYSE and the NASDAQ today. And lastly, volume coming in negative, just under 3 to 1 negative for the NASDAQ, and just over 2 to 1 negative for the NASDAQ. Uh, oh, sorry, for NYSE was 3 to 1, and NASDAQ just over 2 to 1 negative on the day today. Looking at our sectors, we did finish... Mixed on the day with five out of our 11 S&P 500 sectors positive. But that really doesn't tell the whole story of the day because it was a better reading earlier and we saw a number of sectors hitting new all-time highs today. Materials hitting a new all-time high. Industrials hitting a new all-time high. And then two of the biggies for us here, transports hit a new all-time high today. Another Dow Theory buy signal. We saw the Dow hit a new all-time high. The transports hit a new all-time high. Those are big bullish readings to see those areas hitting new all-time highs. And then housing, which makes up a big portion of the VRA investing system here. Housing is a leading economic indicator. As long as we continue to see strength from the housing market, that tells us that the economy is, is strong here. The consumer is strong because people are still demanding homes. Uh, so great to see those four areas hitting new all-time highs today. Even if they didn't finish at those all-time highs, they hit them today. And that is a strong reading there. But for our S&P 500 sectors, like I said, five out of our 11 positive on the day. We were led by utilities, uh, followed by consumer staples, communication services, healthcare, and then industrials. There are laggards on the day. As I mentioned earlier, energy down uh, is our, la- our number one laggard on the day, followed by financials and tech, which is not what you want to see. You want to see tech leading and the semis leading tech. But we also got the semis down today, but also well off the lows of the day, down 1.6%. And that's after the huge day that they had on Friday. Similar to the small caps, we could see a big reversal there tomorrow, and it wouldn't surprise us at all. Finally for today, our VRA Commodity Watch. Gold now lower on the day, down 1.17% to 1,711 an ounce. Silver down as well, a little more, down 1.5%, to $24.72 an ounce. Copper now down as well, uh, just about 0.74%. Still holding on to that $4 a pound mark at $4.03 a pound. And oil Our one positive here for our commodity watch today, now up just over 1% to $61.59 a barrel. And lastly for today here, Bitcoin, now a big 4.37% on the day to 57,593 a Bitcoin. Folks, that's all that we have time for here today. Please be sure to subscribe to receive our VRA podcast every day at the market close. You can sign up at VRAinsider.com. Click that podcast link at the top, and we'd love to have you with us. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, we'll see you back here tomorrow for the close.